Yeah. Come on, man. Man, sorry, I don't you know. You don't know this? I don't know the words. I'd rather be with you. Come on, dude. Bruh, listen. Edgy McKay, me, bro. <laughs> my name is John Parker. Uh, see John Roar on the internet. This is Dan Duncan over here on my Yo, left. What's up? What's up? He's further committing music blasphemy. Y'all may remember season one where he <laughs> went on his tangent about knowing, not knowing who Benny Siegel is. Beans. Uh, this guy, I'm like, oh, since we got some 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 topics of love we talking about today, uh, we're going to start this thing off with a little Bootsy. Bootsy Collins. And what was your response? <laughs> I've never heard of this artist before. Okay, then he goes on to say that, oh, Bootsy. Oh, I thought it was going to be a girl for sure. Yeah, I thought, yeah, and then I, <laughs> and I was like, kind of sounds like my cat's name. Yeah, and I said, this is not Puss in Boots. This is not <laughs> how this works, sir. So the disrespect has started already. This is how we starting <laughs> things off. Um, that is a, a, maybe it's a Negro classic. Clearly, it doesn't go well in the Scots home. So, you know, I don't know, you know, why, why this never, is. Never, never even heard of him. I mean, it's been sampled so many times. Yeah, you, you ever heard Freak Like You with Dina Howard? No. Oh man. Uh, well, that's maybe we'll let you pass on that one because uh, that was some that's some nasty stuff. That's 1995. <laughs> that's like Freak Nick. Everything was going on. But go ahead. I think two songs you play for your your wife this week. Well, not it's too early. You just had a baby. But we're gonna do. I'd rather be with you first, and then bring in some Adina Howard records. All right. And the mood will be set. Got it. Or she'll be Making offended. A playlist. <laughs> the, she'll be okay with I'd rather be with you because the song is I'd rather be with you. Like who would I rather be with? I mean, the last time you guys recommended you and Show recommended something for my relationship don't, was top don't, five. Don't say Show you and Show because that's not that's debatable. Show definitely recommended it. I saw it and I was like, uh uh-uh. uh. Well, then you didn't. You weren't a life caddy to me to be like instead of saying do not go see that with your very conservative I didn't know straight laced I didn't know that wife we hadn't spent enough time me and Allison hadn't spent enough time I mean I think some of it some of it was very funny it was very inappropriate but I didn't know how the level that she couldn't take well you I I didn't know bro I didn't know there's you and then there's her how am I to know based on you that's my relationship with you that she would be that way that's fair all right that's fair all right now I know very opposite Yes. Except for when it we comes to We balance each other out. Freaky deaky. Nobody's wearing nothing. So, um, again, this is Don't Do That, Bro. I'm John Parker. This is a show that's about life caddying men. It's about helping men be better men. One show at a time. Unfiltered as possible. Speaking of unfiltered, I just found out. No one told me. <laughs> this is why I never get to get on the elder candidacy at my church. No, There's no elder candidacy for me. The podcast that I host is, is, is labeled explicit on iTunes. I, I had to label it explicit on iTunes. <laughs> you, oh, so we you had a did warning. This. You did this to me, and I had no idea. Or I us, had no I choice. If we wanted to stay on iTunes, we had to change our label. <laughs> did they send you an email? Like, yeah. how does this happen? Are yeah, you yeah, serious? Yeah, yeah. yeah, we got we got the... We we feel like your podcast should be labeled as explicit due to language and topics. Yeah, dude. <laughs> we, we are explicit, apparently. <laughs> I feel like we've arrived. Or, or not. I don't know how that works, bro. <laughs> Championship. <laughs> double hand... <laughs> Back and forth. Who snitched? Winning. You know what I'm saying? Like who? Who say? Hey, uh, Apple. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna need you guys to check out this. Don't do that, bro. Cause uh, it's a little, a little raunchy. It's a little bit much. Someone. It must have been it. You know what? This is what happens when you get to talking about presidents and Bill O'Reilly and stuff like that. People get to listening and they try to shut you down. It's like that. Have you seen that the conspiracy theory in this? Uh, it's the it's the real. Before before we started talking about your uncle, bro, Bill, we are explicit. There's no <laughs> there's, there's no conspiracy theory about like how we ended up here. It's it kind is. of like you drive drunk and you end up in a ditch. Like it's, it's like how did we get here? It, conspiracy. Someone nah. cut our brake lines. No. <laughs> You drove off the road. Oh, man. And no. that is our podcast. This sounds like Show Baraka and Lifeway. This sounds like penis lyrics to me. You know what I'm saying? When do we ever say anything more than penis? There's nothing more. Today, we're going <laughs> to say something more than penis. All right. Well, maybe maybe this has been a uh, a sign of things to come. Maybe don't do that, bro. They pushed us off the edge. They pushed us off the edge. And since we're there, we're just going to be there then. And someone this week or last week mm-hmm. on Twitter was talking about how 4th and 10 is officially the most like explicit podcast yeah. on fourth district yeah and, and i'm and yet, offended and yet and yet they are they're able they're labeled as wholesome you see you see fourth and ten and then sinbad they're next to each other on the <laughs> podcast list and then we get ours who are we next to like some shock jock like what's that boy's name oh white dude uh that got in trouble for saying nappy headed uh h-o-e-s back in the day howard stern howard stern so we're we're, we're next to howard, we're next stern. To howard stern wow. and fourth and ten is next to sinbad like i don't Okay. Is this is this a real thing? I mean, I don't real really want to be next to Howard Stern, but I mean, I don't either. But apparently, uh, 
That's what we're doing. Yeah. Yep. Golly, I yep. need to reevaluate my life. I'm, I'm there. I'm absolutely there. Well, listen. Um, <laughs> but here we go anyway. But since we're here, since we're here, I mean, we might, again, the goal is to help people. And apparently there's an explicit land of people out there that need to be helped. Um, clearly, we're out of the CHH market. We're no longer there. <laughs> we've arrived. Right? We've a- left. <laughs> and at least we've arrived somewhere. It may be Topeka, Kansas, but we have arrived. <laughs> Stranger things, sir. That's, what, that's what's happening right now. Yeah. Well, um, Pittsburgh, so, uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah. That's where, isn't that where Stranger Things is? Well, they film Pittsburgh? it here, but yeah, I they guess film it here. Yeah, I think it's set in like near, it Pits- near Pittsburgh. I should pay attention to details. Then I would know that we were explicit and other things in my life would probably be better, but I haven't. I haven't paid attention to those details. Okay. Are you not entertained? That's that's how I live my life. All right, <laughs> whether it's TV or myself or our podcast, uh, apparently that's what we're doing. So if you're still here, if you've seen the explicit tag, oh, but it's not explicit on SoundCloud, right? There's no explicit tag, mm-hmm. so we're safe there. So we can catch some soccer mom slipping on SoundCloud. Oh, don't do that, bro. This sounds like a wholesome show for my child. Hey, son, ten years old, twelve years old, don't do that, bro. Tune in. Which we should break this. Mm-hmm. We'll break some news across the Fort District platform. Yeah. Our time is limited on SoundCloud. Time is limited. If you are an only SoundCloud listener, mm-hmm. probably need to figure out yeah. where we're... We'll, now, we'll be, do a big announcement. Yeah. We're going to be in a better place yeah. with a better platform coming mm-hmm. soon. We'll yeah, SoundCloud, you've done as well. Although SoundCloud had some issues a couple weeks ago. They was going to shut them down permanently. Mm-hmm. Did, you, did you hear that story? No. SoundCloud was going to get shut down because they're, I think they're, if not millions, billions in debt or something like that. And it was just like, I think uh, some rapper like went on this thing and raised money and raised support for SoundCloud because they was about to catch that fate. Like, it was about to be wow. Yeah. I know so. that they said they weren't going to make it through this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know if they still are or not, but hey, clearly that's not our concern anymore. Nope. Um, so, we're explicit on iTunes, and then we're moving on up to the east side. So, that's yep. all right, bro. Yep. I'm not mad. Good news coming. Anyway, All right, so listen. Um, who's your caddy? You know, oh, before that, if this is your first time listening to the show... We kind of gave a brief explanation of what Don't Do That Bro is. Don't Do That Bro really is just about life and being and doing life well. And we have a segment called Who's Your Caddy? And Who's Your Caddy is about giving guys tools, specifically a nine iron. If you're Dan, if you're me, I'm at the putt-putt golf, and I'm just like, hey, just don't hit the ball too hard. You know what I'm saying? Stay on the track. Here's your putter. Do what you got to do. Um, and Who's Your Caddy? Basically, we like to help people understand, guys specifically, there is somebody out here right now in this world that is failing. Could be your dad, could be your uncle, could be a basketball player. It could be Tiger Woods. It could be Uncle Bill O'Reilly. We don't know who it might be week to week, but today, this week, who's your caddy? District. Seem to me like that Duncan always offered a hand to the nine iron. Always the nine iron. What you need a caddy for if he always gonna give you the same club, huh? Who's your caddy? This week, I blame uh, Janae Iku. Uh, are you familiar with Janae Iku? I am. Wow. She kind of like whispers, whispers. Here you go. Here you go. Softly into Here my go. ears. Here you go. Yeah, she does. I, I thought you were going to go in a different direction. All right. All right. That, was, that wasn't as much hate as I expected. So that was good. No, uh, but she is very depressing. She's as, not depressing at all. She's very, she's like, she's, she just seems sad. She may be because of dudes like you. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's why she's very sad, all right? Okay. okay. <laughs> all right. Thanks for putting the entirety of, like, misogyny on my shoulders. Hey, it's your, hey, listen. If you did better, we wouldn't have this problem, all right? <laughs> you got a chance to redeem yourself. He's sleeping next door, all right? Okay. You do right by him. There'll be legendary equals in the world, all right? Okay. <laughs> if I'm any indication, that is, we shouldn't put our hopes in the Duncan <laughs> household. Allison is our last hope <laughs> for redeeming the next generation. Ma'am, it all rides on your shoulders. If you, uh, if you listen to this episode, it's up to you. All right. Um, so there was a, a song um, a couple years back with uh, one Chris Brown, Janae Ku, and uh, Omarion. You may. All star <laughs> lineup. So the song was has one line in the song that set. Twitter and Instagram and probably Vine at the time on fire. Janae Iku, she says, if you want to get close to me, you got to eat the booty like groceries. <laughs> and since then, we there, all vomited all over the internet. There has been a public outcry demanding that sexual liberation take place. 
And the icing on the cake has come last week, two weeks ago, in the form of Gabrielle Union putting Dwayne Wade on blast. The ultimate dude that don't do that, bro, of this season. I don't know if it'll get any better. Any man that allows his wife to get on a national platform and dispel, not even dispel, and to disseminate, <laughs> disseminate, disintegrate, denigrate your character by saying you toss salads, you need to be set out. That's why you're coming off the bench, Dwayne Wade. <laughs> I was going to say, bro, <laughs> there's a reason he can't run. There is a reason why he's missing dunks. So, to give you some background, Gabrielle Union goes on Sway in the Morning a couple of weeks ago. And she's on this, you know, liberation. She, you know, she has a, has a point, right? Women are not disposable mouths. That's, that's the claim she's making. Women are more than just being here to satisfy men. Mm-hmm. Sexual revolution, take sex back. Wives, women, be free. If you ask them to go down, dang, is that why we're explicit? It's going down a damn that that just felt weird saying that, bro. <laughs> did it? It did. I mean, I have all this explicit in my back in my, my in the back of me now, and I'm like trying to moderate myself, right? Don't moderate yourself. Is that going down we're, right? That's, we're already arrived. We're already, we're already there. All right. So she said, and this is her saying, this is not me. She's saying, Hey, while he's down there, he have him flip you over. Then oh. you know what I'm saying? And, and while you're at it, go ahead and get him in there too. So everybody's in there just with a mouthful of Hershey's. So this started, <clears throat> excuse me, this started as a phenomenon again in my culture, you know, um, and I'm not speaking for all people that look like me. I'm just saying my culture, so whoever rocks with me. With the Booty Warrior, circa, I don't know, 2000. You know, I don't do, are you familiar with the Booty Warrior? <laughs> no, the no. The Booty Warrior is a guy I who, was four at the time. <laughs> no, that's not true. I was 14 at the time. <laughs> well, listen, there's a guy that was locked up in prison booty warrior he did an interview on csnbc i believe it was and it was a prison situation you know those inmate shows they used to run on csnbc sure. scared straight no it wasn't even scared straight this is like there's no no children involved this was just like maximum security lockup oh, san sure. quentin blah 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 right so sound effects door closes yeah. <laughs> people crying <sighs> so the guy's like yo see all these young boys walking around here with their pants sagging hmm they think that they they think they hard but to me that's cute they out here advertising so when a new boy come in here, I say, hey, we can do this the hard way. We can do this the easy way. And y'all like to toss salads. I like getting my salad tossed. You know what I do? Sometimes I like jelly. Sometimes I like honey. But I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting my salad tossed. And so the, the idea here is Ugh. Chris Rock also talked about tossing salads in jail. Prison culture has now, outside of sagging your pants, permeated our culture, human beings, modern culture in such a way that not only are boys sagging their pants, but dudes out here getting their salad tossed and tossing salads like it's a regular thing. So much throw up, bro. Hey, you should be throwing up all the way. Like, gag reflex ready to go yeah. right now. This is the grossest thing ever. Yeah, it is. I don't... Why? I, hey, listen. What, I, what part of doing sex in a normal fashion <laughs> is not satisfying enough? It's not enough. No, it is. <laughs> it absolutely <laughs> if you are doing is. it right, it is. <laughs> Can that a child be made? <laughs> that, that you want someone else or you desire yep. to s- eat shit. <laughs> did, did it hurt you to say that? <laughs> it just needs to be stated as what it is. <laughs> All right, cool. I want you to clean my O-ring. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what that is, but that sounds terrible, bro. <laughs> exactly. Oh, exactly. Some I want I'm not you. familiar with. <laughs> Explicit. <laughs> uh, it does not make any sense. <laughs> bro, I'm struggling. O-ring, bro, that just sounds disgusting. <laughs> That's what it is. That's what it is. I'm thinking about it's cars. Like, hey, I'm can thinking I get of... a suppository up there? Like, come on. Yeah, bro. Like, no, I, no, no, I, no. I legit no. had a conversation with my wife, and we weren't even entertaining it. We were just talking about the the magnitude of disgust that has to happen. Like, I'm a, we've talked about this before. I manscape. You know what I'm sure. saying? I manscape. I'll just leave it at that. You let your <laughs> imaginations run wild. I make sure I take care of mine. But there's no there is no amount of womanscaping or manscaping that can happen. And if my wife decides to clean my O-ring, then I'm going to kiss her ever again in life. <laughs> exactly. Even if it's an accident. I don't know how your face got down there. But what I'm telling you is we'll have, we'll have no more contact. Don't you, you're going to have separate dishes. We're going to have separate forks and knives. I'm not drinking after you again. I'm not letting you kiss my, my kids. Like, that's not happening. You do nothing with your mouth ever again but eat. 
on your own. Poopy breath. (laughs) And you're also going to be cast out. (laughs) (laughs) Unclean. Unclean. You're unclean. You're going to sit outside the city. (laughs) There's a special place for you to sit at the table. You don't get to eat. Oh, ring cleaners. Right. That's not happening. No. And 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 I've... Yeah, no. And Dwayne Wade... Yeah. You are one of the top 25 basketball players of all time. Maybe top 50. Yeah, for sure. You're in there. What are you... Bro... Have some self-respect. Bro, he doesn't have a life caddy. Nobody on his team was like, hey, when your wife goes to talk about this book, make sure she doesn't talk about because you. Because the whole... Okay, so like to put how Gabrielle mm-hmm. Union put this on blast, the mm-hmm. whole thing was about reciprocity. Reciprocity. Which I fully support. Okay, man, equal rights. Equal rights. Do you. So we're not saying anything against that. Mm-hmm. But it was the idea that like this had happened and mm-hmm. because he, he had asked her to do it. And so then the reciprocity... Oh well, if I'm gonna do it to you, you, you got it. And they and she just like, oh, he like he likes it, hmm. and both what going both. Hmm. I'm just like, oh. Hmm. So then, nah, there's a, bro, you doing it wrong. If doing, this yeah. is the next play, yeah. so what I'm saying is, go ahead, no, finish, finish. Your no, thought. I'm done. I am done. I pooped all over his face. You apparently, you did. So when Sway asked Gabrielle Union, hey, um, like. When did you first start this? That's the question for Dwayne Wade. When Dwayne Wade approaches Gabby and says, hey, Gabby, hey, you know, we've been, the way we've been doing sex is to make a baby. Like, we've been doing it the normal way. Like, that's, that's, that's going to be my, my mantra for life. Sex, if a baby can't come from what you're doing, stop. <laughs> oh, is, that, is that fair? fair? <laughs> if a baby can't come from this act, you're doing it wrong. All right? Potentially, yep. I mean, be some things here and there. There may be some wiggle room in there. Maybe some. There may be some thin line between certain <laughs> things. But just that be a mantra. It's small gray. All right, just let that be a mantra. Right? Okay. So, um, how do you approach your wife and say, "Hey, by the way, I like my salad to get tossed," without your wife looking at you like you nasty mother? Like, how do you? Who in what world is that okay? And your Allison is conservative. She is she's like, oh, I've been waiting for that. I would never have sex again with my wife if that if that was if that was if I led with that statement. Hey, you know what? What everything else that's been incredible that we've been doing, mm-hmm. I think I'd like to add to it. Yeah, enhance things. <laughs> oh, the costume. No, no, that's no. That's like eating steak on a consistent basis uh-huh. and being like, I want to put cheese whiz on top of this oh, steak. Oh gosh! Every time I do it, huh? Nah, I'm good. Huh. I'll keep eating my steak. So you can have steak or you can have sloppy joes. Although I do enjoy sloppy <laughs> joe, pun intended. But I'm just saying, right? Like I, I think. As much as I like sloppy joes, if I can eat steak every day, I'm going to just stick with the steak, right? This this just seems like everyone has the option of the best thing in the world. No. <laughs> <laughs> and and we are all choosing. Yep. I, your point, I mean, I think you put on your like psychologist brain mm-hmm. earlier. And, <laughs> and it, it's, it's so interesting. Yeah. It is. Because yeah. it is like some straight prison culture, yeah. like invading... This sexual revolution, yeah. and look, I'm all for being revolutionized, mm-hmm. but that won't be televised. That, <laughs> that revolution won't be televised. There, there needs to be a line. There needs to be a line of yes. like, just because it's possible yes. doesn't mean you should do it. Just because it's possible doesn't mean you should do it. So these notes I'm writing to myself when I have these conversations with my son and my daughter. Hey, son and daughter, if you can't make a baby from doing it, think twice. All right, I just put it that way. Think twice, and just because it's possible doesn't mean you need to do it Mm-mm. Mm-mm. and if she asked for it, it means someone else did it to her first that's my point that's where i was going and i got sidetracked Dwayne wade at some point in time has either eating a booty or had his had his booty eaten <laughs> and decided to introduce that to his 40 year old wife however old she is no right no no so that's those lead to other questions so you say hey gabby's like yo hey Dwayne, you and brian <laughs> is it is that what y'all doing you and the ex-wife you by yourself like when did when did you decide you know i'm gonna i'm gonna i can't even i'm gonna pleasure myself by having my o-ring cleaned as you say that is that is seared in my consciousness i can't unthink an o-ring getting clean right it's like a bidet like you're like yeah, you're a the bidet human, face you're bidet face hashtag bidet face oh my that, we, we writing that down that's that's that hashtag bidet face that's it bro all right all right well, i think we need to move on <laughs> Are right, we moving on? Yeah, right. I think we did move on. Okay, all all we're saying is so the, the the life caddy in this is that hey, one, if you can't make a baby from having that that act take place, you might need to think about it. Just because it's possible doesn't mean you need to do it. Third of all, thirdly, thrice, it's just that hey, 
be 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 okay with being normal. Dan made a great point. Some lines don't need to get crossed. And if your if your sex life is that boring, married men that are listening to us, and I guess if we're explicit now, I guess we got to expand it to whatever man is listening, right? We, this is beyond the little bubble that we started with. All right, if you're listening to this on the explicit tab, understand that it's it's okay to be normal. It's okay to do regular stuff. It's okay to whip out the Karma Sutra book and just, okay, how many poses are in there? Probably d- dozens, you know what I'm saying? Hundreds, I think. Hundreds, right? I haven't got that far in life. I've been married six years, and you know what? I don't, why, why rush things? <laughs> I'm going to be married for the rest of my life. Well, I'm page four. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, we're still in the introduction. We're still reading about stuff. We haven't even seen pictures yet. You know what I mean? Because I got a long time left. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully. Right? And then with these two babies, that slowed everything down. So the last two years have been, I don't know. I, That's what, when you were saying earlier that uh, as long as you can make a baby from it, I was like, I'm not trying to make. I'm not trying to do anything that makes babies. <laughs> right. The, right the, now. The, the idea is, <laughs> if a, a baby could, if the if the if a drop of your man juice <laughs> can hit an egg and fertilize it, that's that's normal, right? Is <laughs> right. That, right. Yeah, that's right, normal. Right, right. All right. right. So we just putting it in that context. Don't make a baby, but if a baby can get made, <laughs> thumbs up. Gotcha. Not thumbs up. In, in the, the wrong sense. Place. Right. Right. Just in the air, like <laughs> smile, thumbs up. You got it. All right. So the, the goal is don't be bidet face. Like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? We're two dudes that are, that are relatively normal, relatively successful. We have children and wives. And we're here to tell you, don't be bidet face. There's, you don't have to experiment. You don't have to take things to the next level. That's not a conversation as a dude you even want to produce to your woman. You don't, that leads to too many questions. It's especially depending on the geographic location you live in. Here in Atlanta, if I'm dating a chick, I'm not saying, hey, I was just wondering if you're down with the bidet face. You know, before we say I do... I'm just trying to figure out where we land on the spectrum. And I just want to, you know, that's not a conversation you lead with in Atlanta that as, as a straight man, as a straight man. You know what I'm saying? No, no jokes at all. I'm just saying as a straight dude in Atlanta, you don't want to lead with the cannot bidet face. Right. Is that yes, fair? That's fair. All right. So we move on. Cause you know, as a producer, as, as being wise, Dan Duncan has said, we've, we've done enough, but I, all I'm saying is Dwayne Wade, uh, I would say, I love you, bro, but I don't. Um, I would say, gentlemen, if you're out there, you don't have to be Dwayne Wade to take a stand against don't this. Don't be Dwayne Wade. Don't be, don't be Dwayne Wade. Who's your caddies? Fourth District. seem to me like Dan Duncan always offered a hand to the nine iron. Always the nine iron. What you need a caddy for if he always gonna give you the same club, huh? Hashtag. Who's your caddy? So, uh, gentlemen that are listening, hopefully you're still with us. Ladies, if you're around, hey, great. Um, today, outside of who's your caddy in the dumbassery, does that even count as dumbassery? Like, we, 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 we hashtag that. We, fra- we, we coined that phrase. We did. Next is going to be man-nanigans. It's like shenanigans with man-nanigans. So, I don't, that, is that man, I don't even know if that's man-nanigans or dumbassery. That's just nasty. It's, it's, it's gross. It was gross. So we're moving the we're moving from the gross. How the black plague comes back. <laughs> that is exactly how the black plague. Side note: Have you heard about those people in if it's not Madagascar, North African country? They have a black plague is back, right? Like literally, like a bubonic plague is back. But um, man, where are they? I don't know if it's Madagascar, but whatever it is, no, because that's not even north. It's North African country, I believe. People are digging up their loved ones and dancing with them. Like there is a cultural phenomenon that happens. I don't know if it's a certain amount of days after they're dead, but they're dead. They dig them up and they dance with them. And now bubonic plague is back cracking like it used to be in 1852. Unbelievable. Yeah. And I heard a quote. A guy says, hey, I've danced with several relatives and I've never caught the plague. Oh, okay. That's that logic. Hey, I have sex for all the time and never got her pregnant. Oh, okay. Okay. So there are guys that still exist. Dude, our world, bro. Hey, man, I'm just saying that when you're dealing with a group of people that are like, oh, because it's never, it won't, like that's, you can't get past that. As a therapist, I'm here to tell you, if you, sir, are listening and you're soon to be or somebody you're choosing or even friends that you have, that's where we're going with this. If you have friends in your life or a significant other that you may be trying to keep forever, that's like, oh, XYZ has never happened. So therefore it can't or it won't, it will not. You need to let them go. (laughs) Because of guys like that who think like this, bubonic plague is running rampant in some country right now in North Africa. That needs to stop. Because of some dude that thinks like that, there are banks getting robbed still in 2017. Who thinks they're going to get away with a bank robbery? (laughs) I've never got caught before, therefore I never will. It's the easiest lick to hit. Bank robbery. (laughs) 
Is that is that a is that a fair way to put this? Yeah, totally. totally I never totally. Get, people don't get caught robbing banks. So we're good. I watched the movie yesterday. Didn't happen to them. It won't happen. It won't happen. All right, unless you live in Mayberry, and there's one bank in town and one sheriff and no cameras and no cars, you're not getting away with robbing a bank. Mm-mm. So we're here to dispel this myth. So today we're talking about guys and the group of people you hang out with. Who is in your group? What is the, well, I guess the, the right way to say is uh, squad goals, right? Squad goals. Oftentimes people squad goals, oh, we're going on vacation together. Oh, we're popping bottles, da 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 No, we have a don't do that, bro, on twist on squad goals. Who's in your camp? What is the line of thinking that comes out of the people that hang out with you? Are they leading you in the right direction? Are they encouraging you to be like Kevin Hart? It's three in the morning, let's go to the strip club and throw it all away, right? And what is the makeup of your squad? And what is the makeup? What is the genetic? What is the thinking? What is, I don't even know what How have you put your team together? Do you have, have you five put, point guards? Come on. Or do you have a full team on the Do you court? have a full team? Everybody's Steph Curry and they just want to pull up from 30 feet? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Most squads, yes. And that's the problem, ladies and gentlemen. Gentlemen, if you're listening, if your squad, your top five boys are all Steph Curry, you're not doing it right. Mm-mm. You need a Draymond. You need a Clay. You know what I'm saying? You need a Steph. And you need a Kevin, who's probably cooler than you. Exactly. And you need a Steve Curry. Y'all talk about we need to coach, too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You need a player coach in your life. Why is this topic coming up? We have seen dudes fail time and time again. The classic who's your caddy, the classic don't do that, bro, is the guy who doesn't have anyone in their life that's like, hey, man, that's not a good idea. Or, hey, man, you should actually fulfill that dream of yours. Hey, man, don't go to that Comic-Con this week dressed up as Peter Pan. Matter of fact, he's not even a comic guy, so why are you doing that? So that's how I think through things. I'm going to say go ahead and dress up to get your, get your cosplay on, but not, not Peter Pan because it's not a comic. All right? So, so in your experience, sir, maybe I don't know how far back you want to go, high school, college, present day. We'll get to present day. What's your earliest memories of, of squad, squad goals, what it looked like? Oh, definitely high school. Okay. I think definitely I – mean, I mean, I could probably even go back further than that yeah. of like realizing – the like five or six guys yeah. or the, like there were the two or three that were closest to me. Ro- these are the dudes I roll with. These are the dudes that either uh, I associate with and I want to be like, I mean, yeah. I think that's what has been from day one is like in some form or fashion surrounding myself, whether the motivations were good or not. And early on they weren't, but I want to surround myself with dudes who I want to be like, mm-hmm. who have what I want to strive after. Mm-hmm. And Early on, I was all dedicated to the girls that these dudes were hanging with. Pretty much. And so it was, who am I hanging out with that I want to hang out with the girls like that? Yeah. And those dudes are hanging out with that, so I will hang out with them. There you go. So you were a little, little wiser than me. I um, somehow, I was thinking about it today as I was driving here. I don't know why I was listening to some Bible in One Year app, and then my mind wanders, right? So I don't know how much it really helps me, but it's good. It makes me feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, right? It's like, what do you call it when you wake up and do uh, devotions, right? That's what I do. Then I got to thinking about, man, I am so glad I didn't have a sexual relationship with ex-girl, I won't say her name, in, 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 as a grown man outside of college before I moved to Atlanta because I realized dudes have a propensity to be sprung, right? So you mentioned girls. I don't want to hang out with those dudes because they hang out with the girls. I realized at an early age, sex does something to you. I, re- I saw my friends that were having 12, 13, young guys starting early. I was like, yo, those guys are weird now. They do a lot of things because I equated it to having sex and now they just do weird stuff. Like they don't make sense. They get in trouble all the time. They're jumping out of two story windows because they don't want to get beat up by somebody's daddy. Like it's just a lot of decisions that were being made at 12 and 13 that I thought weren't wise. And you know what I decided I'd rather do? Play video games and basketball. What do I do now in life? I'd rather play video games and basketball. <laughs> I'm a pretty consistent dude. As you said last time, I'm, a, I'm the most interesting 12-year-old you know. Is that what you said? <laughs> I haven't forgot that, sir. Don't think I forget these things. So my squad goes when I was a young man. I was like, you know what? I'm four whatever feet tall, five feet tall maybe in the 12th grade. I need goons around me. So my mm-hmm. life was spent. It was like, you know what? I see these guys. These guys are going to be my friends. <laughs> All the Samoan partners that I had in, in, in Southern California, all the gang banging dudes, all the big guys. I was like, yo, he's 18 going on 75 looking, you know what I'm saying? That's the guy I want to kick it with because I want people to know if they run up on me, you got to deal with the goons. I don't know if that was the right thing to do. I don't know if that was the wrong thing to do. I just know at 12, 13, 14, 15, 18 years old, I realized, hey, there's a level of machismo that needs to exist in the clique in order for you to be able to live the life that you want to live. Totally. Yeah. And for for me, it was, 
you know, I figured out early. And so in high school, I think it kind of changed a little bit for me where there was like clear where you had, you start to like have like separation. I think mm-hmm. like in middle school, everyone's kind of friends with everybody. Yeah. 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 And, and it really like, there's the, there's like maybe the awkward click and then there's the like general click. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, no one's cool enough to actually yeah. be cool enough to like have separated themselves <laughs> right. at that point in time. Right. No one's the athlete mm-hmm. and no one's the star quarterback mm-hmm. at that point in time. In high school though, the, like the click started to separate themselves yeah. and yeah. you did have like the dude, like the dudes who were like pseudo gangbangers yeah. like you did i lived in a fairly white affluent area so what so it was very pseudo at that mm-hmm. point in time double pop collars uh no 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 <laughs> i mean they existed at my school uh but those weren't the gangbangers no, no, right, no, no. you see the this guy was, with two collars this coming. was like the echo unit jinko <laughs> like <laughs> wigger to the nth degree uh got crew it, got it um and uh and then you have the athletes and the football players and and kind of the more techie nerds and like the, this the stereotypical like high school mm-hmm. movie that you watch existed in my school and i figured out early that if like my crew was comprised of multiple people or like people from all of these different areas mm-hmm. then i was actually like best off Mm -hmm. like being able to run in all these different circles because you know what like it was actually really beneficial to run with the really smart kids yes yes and so i figured out early like i basically wanted to my crew was kind of i hopped around Mm -hmm. and i didn't really have i didn't i I didn't really like stick into the one (laughs) one crew um my like four or five closest friends actually didn't go to my high school Mm -hmm. they went to a different high school and so golf buddies uh no no they just were were friends that i had grown up with that we all had to go to different high schools based off of like zoning and stuff Uh, like that um but gerrymandering um (laughs) uh so anyway it was not gentrification i i imagine i imagine that's not the reason why (laughs) your zip codes were separated i don't know why i'm not sure why Uh, probably population density there you go um regardless though i think for me it was it was clear that i needed to have the right people on the court mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so there i remember specifically this day like there was this one situation where i was four like four foot nothing mm-hmm. like i had a chip on my shoulder and i would i would roll but like if it, the wrong person crossed mm-hmm. me i wasn't going to be able to do anything right, about right. it and so oh, you had about 30 there, good seconds there, in you? yeah <laughs> there was this kid named blake who blake? Li- he he like he literally i'm sure did not graduate high school mm. um was in and out of the independent high school which basically meant yeah, like I know the independent. uh <laughs> you're in trouble on a consistent yeah, basis yeah. we call but, them continuation schools where i'm from but he was the like, but no one ever gave him a chance like mm. no one like every like it was like people were afraid of him <laughs> and i just chose to be like this dude's normal yeah he just got in the wrong way and the yeah. wrong like consistent patterns in his life so me and blake became friends right smart <laughs> smart and i remember specifically one day like where it got around like my little sister was a year little two years younger than me but a year younger than me in high in like grades and like some dudes <laughs> dudes talking about my little sister mm-hmm. and by the time literally within 20 seconds of hearing about some things that were being said about my little sister yeah an apology a kid was being escorted up to me <laughs> by, by blake being like this guy has something to say to you yep and this kid is literally pissing in his pants <laughs> like, i'm so sorry i didn't know it was your sister blah blah blah, I, didn't blah. Know it was your sister. I was like what is happening right yeah. now and i was like you need a blake you need a life. blake bro you gotta have a crazy turn up friend right so that's i mean that's part of the squad man like i i outside of realizing that i needed goons right i had the 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 un i don't know the pleasure i'll say you know made me who i am uh of having the upbringing of inner city right so i in my goon squad search i got you know i got real goons unfortunately dudes that were crips or bloods or dudes that were robbing people or whatever the case may be because i'm like if i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it like i'm gonna turn all the way up that's how i roll right so the idea is okay Hey, you got all these gang-banging friends that have been run out of Los Angeles and now they live in the Inland Empire. Hey, why don't you bring them to your house and befriend them because they're, you know, they're the, they're the, I want to say Chad. I'm thinking about the weightlifting dude. Blake. Blake. You got to have Blake, man. I haven't don't seen, want Chad. You know, no, don't be Chad, right? Don't be Chad. Um, so Blake, I'm like, bro, my Blakes 
weren't bringing people and saying, "Hey, you need to apologize to John." My blanks were robbing me my house when I was in school. So I so that's what that that's that's where it goes wrong. So if you have blanks in your life that are real hood dudes, you bring them to the house and they see the stuff that you have. We didn't have much, but it was more than they had apparently, and they robbed me. So I had my friends turn around and rob me. I won't put anybody's name out there. I won't discriminate. I mean, I won't. Uh, what's the word I want to use? I won't. I just won't snitch. You know what I'm saying? But the idea is like you got to be smart when you're choosing the crew, right? So the point of this conversation is like letting folks know like, all right, guys, you want people in your life that's going to enhance your life, that's going to make things better for you, that's going to even help your dating be better. In college, when I was selecting my crew, because I I think I had a very similar situation like you in high school, I realized like, all right, when I need to turn up, I got the dudes that like to kick it. When I need to uh, have some some muscle, I got my athlete friends that are gonna throw dudes around, uh, my Samoan partners, Tongan partners, um, and then you know when I wanted to seem like I wasn't in trouble, and when I was running for class president and all that other stuff, um, I hung out with the square dudes. So I took that same mantra into college, and it was like, all right, freshman year, I'm in Oakland. I don't like LA dudes, so let me hang out with all the guys I work with that work in the cafeteria, and they were from Oakland and Berkeley and all these other guys, and so we always had the disposition of not being liked very much because all of the dudes were upset because the girls liked them. Maybe me, I don't know how much they liked me, but they liked them because they were mysterious and all these girls, you know, they're freshmen in college and they like these hood looking dudes or these dudes that use all the Bay Area slang and blah, 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 blah. So I would, that, that put me on the outs with the guys because if you're getting more attention than these sets of guys that are, that are you know, fraternities and all the other stuff that already puts you at it as, as a target right you follow me like mm-hmm. hey if you're more popular than the guys that should be popular then dudes aren't gonna like you so i was fine with that but i realized at some point in time when certain people i were hanging out with were getting in trouble with the law and different things of that nature i'm like i'm in college and i'm not here for that so i think at that point i realized like all right i'm not going to class i'm working in the cafeteria i'm getting free food i'm doing stuff i shouldn't be doing i need to switch things up and mine came at a point in time where i was going to do some real crimes Right. I'm like, who's in college doing real crimes? Like I'm already getting kicked out of dorms. I'm in administrative review. I mean, you see Berkeley, bro. You're not you don't come here for that. You know what I'm saying? Like this. And I wasn't a frat boy. Like if you're a frat boy, yeah, okay, maybe you you have some some things happen. I'm not a frat boy. And I'm just out here going to trials every other weekend for peer review. Right. For sure. So at that point, I realized, like, all right, I got to switch things up. You know what I'm saying? Kept some of the old homies. But then I started kicking with these dudes from Nesby. You ever heard of Nesby? Uh Uh-uh. All right. Nesby. National Society of Black Engineers. Okay. Cool. My major. Some in, smart dudes. My my major in college was African American studies and journalism. That's that's what I did in college. National Society of Black Engineers. Started kicking with these dudes. My grade shot up. Wasn't getting in trouble. Wasn't risking jail time. Uh, I mean, at one time I had like 19 units, and I had four jobs, and I got like straight A's that semester because of Nesby. Nesby changed my life. This is what we're talking about. Squad goals. You need to be with people that are gonna take you from hood life, thug life. To the White House, you know what I'm saying? I call these guys stretch dudes. Stretch dudes. Tell me about these stretch guys. The, the, they're the. It's basically the girl version of the guy, girl you can't date. Mm, okay. it's, it's the guy version of yeah. the dude you want to be, but you probably yeah. can't be in the right. near future. Right, right, right. And you surround yourself by enough of those dudes. Mm-hmm. It's humbling as hell, yeah, but yeah. it gets your ass in gear. He does. Yeah. And so you got to surround yourself by people you want to look like, be like, think like, act like in five years. Mm-hmm. Surround yourself with enough people like that. And most likely, you'll at least be in the right, like on the right trajectory. Yeah. So let's define these 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 guys, right? So we got Stretch, we got Blake, we got Steph, we got would, would Blake and Draymond be the same? We just use the Warriors since yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. go-to for me. Yeah, anyway. yeah. Okay, right. cool. Yeah, All you right. got so your Draymond. You got the Draymond. Um, you got Clay. You got Durant, and you got Steve Kerr. You got to have a coach, right? Yep. All right. So we'll, we'll start. We'll start bottom up. Top. We'll start point guard to coach, right? So okay. Steph, that's the guy that's going. Shoot from half court. He gonna razzle dazzle. He gonna stunt. He's gonna want all the attention. He's gonna be the dude that's just like, yo, I'm here. Shimmying up and down. Shimmy, just just this the excitement, throwing mouthpieces and all of that. So you need a guy in your crew that's gonna do that because one, if you don't want all the attention on you, he's gonna he's gonna demand all the attention. So hella high water, right or wrong, even when the cops come. Oh, it must have been Steph because <laughs> he he we we saw him. You know what I'm saying? But you got to taper, Steph, because it's guilty by association. 
right? You want the flashy guy that looks good, smells good, all that, because the girls are going to come. Oh, dude. Oh, you kick it with Steph? Oh, Steph's the man. Not saying Steph's the man in real life. We're just saying who Steph is, What? right? His right. attributes, that, that right? place he holds the, the in player, the crew. Yeah, the, the point guard player boy that's out here just making it happen. You know what I'm saying? You got to have one of those guys because that's going to bring the click attention. Who's not afraid to miss. Not afraid to miss. He's going to shoot the shot. Because mm-hmm. what you're going to learn from that guy, I had my own Steph in, in college. He, I had my, my partner, Mike. He was not afraid to shoot his shot. He was not afraid. He hollered at everything. Not to say that his standards were low, but I'm just saying he hollered. Yeah. And I was like, bro, he helped me realize it was a numbers game. <laughs> it's volume shooting, bro. You know what I'm saying? Steph is all about the volume shot. Although I take that back. Steph is not Mello. Mello is a volume shooter. Steph has been historically like 9 for 18, 12 for, for 20. You know what I'm saying? Not 35 shot. You know what I'm saying? So he's... Mike was a volume shooter, but it was I don't know if he was quality over quantity. I think in now he's 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 quality life. Mm-hmm. But in college bed it's, it's about numbers, right? Sure. Right? And you just need that guy that's that is not afraid to miss. I think is right. the key here. Yeah, and I didn't mean numbers by body count. I meant number he's you gotta put it out there because it's practice. We're explicit, bro. Right, you're right. But I'm just saying, I realize I when I'm doing therapy with dudes, I'm like, bro, like you're talk you're afraid to holler at girls because you don't want to be embarrassed, because you don't want to get rejected. That's you're that's an L life you're living right now. You need to have someone that shows you the sun comes up after you take an L. Bruh, you know what I'm saying? Yo, she didn't like you, so what? But her Move friend on. does? Yeah. Oh, mommy who ain't try to holler at sisters. Who hasn't tried to do that? <laughs> oh, she didn't like me. Her sister cute too. <laughs> I don't care if they have beef forever, that ain't my problem. I like her. The first one could have she could have won, but she didn't choose right. You that's know right, what I'm saying? That's right. So you guys so Steph It's is, always the nice guys that like <laughs> are afraid to take the L. So yeah. if you are the nice guy, you need to find a Steph. Yeah. If you are a uh a shooter from the sh- corner, yeah, uh, yeah. uh Clay. If you're uh, yeah. yeah, if you're the clay, yeah. you need to find stuff. Bro, you can't just wait for the ball to get in your hands, man. Right. You gotta create your shot, man. You gotta learn how to create your shot. And there's a place for Clay, right? Clay has a place. So if you're not Clay, say you're one of the other teammates, you need Clay because he's going to be consistent. I call Clay the white man in the corner. Every college basketball team, we've talked about this, right? Has to have a white man in the corner. Got to. It don't matter if you're Kentucky, if you're UNC. The fact that you don't have a white man in the corner means you don't want to lose. I mean, you don't want to win. Because while you're doing all this razzle-dazzle, all this and one stuff, the white man, Cal Corver is sitting in the corner like, give me the rock. Because when I get this rock, I'm going to be wide open and I'm flushing it. You got to have a white man in the corner, right? You got to. So the white man in the corner is the consistent dude that's going to be even kilter, that's going to lock up on defense, meaning when it hits the fan and things are looking crazy, he's going to be like, hey, bruh, we need to get up out of here. You know what I'm saying? Hey, we're going to be wide open way over here, away from the shenanigans. Mm-hmm. You're not going to have the guy, the Ron Artest, excuse me, Meta War piece that's running into the stage, I mean, in, into the, uh, the stands to fight somebody. That's not what Clay, Clay's not here for that. Clay's not here for that. Mm-hmm. Clay's to be in the corner consistent hands ready hands up to shoot the ball as soon as it gets in his hands Mm -hmm. and you got to have a consistent dude that's ready to be consistent and not get caught up in the hype and and he he's a he typically is the guy that's like i'm not trying to be the loudest but is quietly the funniest dude in the room yeah and it's just as like people if you if you find that person and you're like he's by far the most entertaining he may not be the flashiest but he's typically the most entertaining dude Mm -hmm. and you and him can always like he's the dude no matter what like you can kick it on saturday night and just be like we're just about to pull up here and have a few beers and is it and it's about to be hilarious speaking of which have you seen the video where clay drinks that beer in the middle of the interview (laughs) no doesn't surprise me at all though clay thompson is in the middle of the interview is an asian dude uh interviewing him which i don't know if like he couldn't understand him so he was kind of checked out anyway but it was like pre post game the dude has it was terrible like coors light or some random beer dude asked him the question clay puts the bottle up takes a swig and goes "Ah," afterwards like it just gave him life bro and then continues with the interview i was like all right that's that guy, bro. Yep. That's that guy, man. All right. Need a clay. Need you a got, consistent got, shooter. Consistent shooter, man. Had that man on, on the squad. Then there's Draymond, right? So we talked about this. Um, not, I, I, I hate to use real people in this situation, but Draymond is that dude that's going to scrap, that's going to kick dudes in the nuts. He's going to be the guy that gets it done. He's going to be the, the, the workhorse. You know what I'm saying? You need a tapered Draymond, though, right? You need a guy that ain't afraid to throw hands if you need to or toss somebody out or bring somebody to do you to apologize for talking crazy to your sister. But you got to have a Draymond that can turn it off and turn it on, like, and be reasonable about it, mm-hmm. right? Like, like, for sure. And not, to be, and not have to be drugged by Steph and Clay and everybody else in order to calm down. You need the Draymond that's going to realize, like, oh, 
I just need to put on so people are afraid and nervous and know what it is. But I'm not that guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you need the Dre pretender. You need you need Draymond like activities, but with reasonable sensibilities. For sure. Right? You gotta have that dude. Draymond can also be the guy that's less attractive in the squad. <laughs> no, he is. I don't know, because I love Draymond Green. I hope to be his friend one day. But all I'm saying is people, people, memes have been made about Draymond that I feel are unfair. He's a strong black king. Black man. All right, black man. I see you get your money. Win some rings. But he has been the source of memes. So I think there's a segment of society, people out there, that would find him less attractive. Right? Sure. Is that right? <laughs> it's fair. Okay, fair, he, right? I mean, let, let's be honest. He is an NBA player yeah. in good shape. Like, he's not the uh, he's not the ugly he's dude. He's not the ugly dude. But, when you, but in all crews that you run in, <laughs> you're compared to your crew. Right, right. And of his crew, he right. might be the least attractive if, starter if, on the Golden State if, Warriors. If those guys are going to the club, he may not be the first guy to, you know what I'm saying, to... To get that girl, that that girl, that one. But see, we all get rings here, guys. We all get rings. That's what I'm saying. Everybody gets a ring. <laughs> he man. may not be the first, but he's the fifth. He's gonna get a ring <laughs> of the thousand hey, people in the club. His diamonds go shine. <laughs> he's the fifth guy. <laughs> he's, he's five over one thousand. You know right. what I'm saying? So you got to keep a dude on you that may just not be as attractive as you, right? That's right. One, because dudes that aren't attractive usually have a lot of confidence for whatever reasons, right? Or they have no confidence at all, which is fine too, because he can play shy. And then you can come up and be like, hey, my friend, da-da-da. Well, however it works. You, there's so many layers to the unattractive friend. Well, and I, I give women hard time on mm-hmm. the, like, crazy mm-hmm. and attractive scale, mm-hmm. right? Because I think it's a real thing on some level. Yeah. But what's also true is dudes are... Lo- the loyal and attractive scale mm-hmm. is true for dudes. Mm-hmm. The more attractive the dude is, the less loyal he is in life. You got to tell women this. They don't understand that. And so... There is a so if if all your friends are the good looking dude who can basically talk to air mm-hmm. and pull it, mm-hmm. then your friends aren't loyal to you. Not at all. Not it's at just all. A reality. That is. I'm a fact. sorry. They out that, of that. here whenever the next best thing comes along. <laughs> that is a fact. And so you need a Draymond to be like, no matter what, yeah. come hell or high water, yeah. this dude is gonna be loyal. I'm holding you down. I'm holding you down, and it just makes you look better. But I mean, that, maybe that's vain. That's vain of me. You know what I'm saying? When you walk it out with the crew, you're now number four because Draymond's number five, right? Yes. So that you know what I'm saying. But it, you know, that's just me being selfish. But I think the point that you made is much better than my point because I'm just that guy. But you know, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's hard. To, it's hard to talk. And look, if you're in a crew and you don't know who the Draymond is. It's probably you. It might be. Sorry. <laughs> it might Life be. Life caddying moment. Yeah. It's probably But you. you know how you overcome being Draymond? You have an excellent mouthpiece. That's why you kick it with Steph, and that's why you kick it with Clay, because you learn some things. That's and you right. pick some things up. I've talked about it before, the Art of Slow Game, season one. Go check that out. It, it, works, for, it works for Draymond. All right? Then you got Kevin Durant. Right? How are we going to define Kevin Durant? Kevin Durant is the dude that comes to the squad late. You know what I'm saying? The new but kid in town. The new kid in town. Brings a little different flavor. It brings a little something different. The cat's like, man, who is this new dude? Oh, that's my partner. Oh, you kick it with Kevin? Oh, tell me more about Kevin. Dang, Kevin got y'all a ring? <laughs> like Kevin just came and took over Steph's spot? Like like Kevin, and he's the new Splash brother? You know what I'm saying? You need, you, need, you need the guy that comes fresh to, like when you see that new dude on campus or at work or whatever, and he's got a little, little, little something going for him, that's the dude you bring into the crew. You're like, you know what, come with us. Because we want to grab you for the, for the other crew to get you. Yeah, you want to be the most attractive set there is so that the new guy is like, I want to kick it with y'all. Yeah, yeah. Because the new guy brings, like, mysteriousness. He brings mystique. He brings, like, oh, what is this? What is this? So that brings another layer and air to the crew, right? But Kevin is the dude that you know is going to be, he's like, he's like Clay, but he's, a, he's, a, he's the, the next level Clay because he's going to be consistent, right? But then he might, he, he's a volume dude, too. Right, so he's like, you know, I'm gonna shoot my shot regardless, right? So you you need that to fly off the handle. Clay's like, I'm not shooting my shot unless it's a good idea. Steph is, I'm shooting all the shots, right? So then Kevin is kind of a little more like thinking through, like, all right, I may think pros and cons sometimes, but then I may not, because you don't want the guy that's overly cautious. Right? Sure, you don't want that guy. And I think of Kevin Durant as the new guy too, as the rule of three degrees of separation. Mm-hmm. You always want to be bringing in some new blood because look, the reality is is. Th- you are separated by everyone on this planet. Yeah. Typically by, I think it's like five degrees. Five, yeah, six degrees. Something like seven, that. Yeah. Kevin Bacon. 
Exactly. Mm-hmm. But if you, as long as you're adding those new guys to the crew, yeah. you're increasing your odds of Come on. being able to connect in this world. And yeah. if you are fooling yourself, you don't think that success is tied to who you know in this mm-hmm. world. Yeah. It 100% is Come on. who you know. You just said the it, man. End. Kevin is the LinkedIn of friends, bro. He is. Come on. You got to have the dude. So now that I know Kevin, I know Russell. You know what I'm saying? I know Serge Ibaka. You know what I'm saying? I know James Harden. You feel me? I know Donovan, right? Ain't mm-hmm. he the coach over there? Is he still the coach? Billy Donovan, he's still the coach? I think so. All right. So, you, so you, you've now accessed. Your LinkedIn numbers have grown exponentially, right? So now you got job offers. You got new friends. You're getting new party invites. You know what I'm saying? It's just a whole new world. That was, that was brilliant, man. Thank you. I don't thank you enough for, for your contributions. But KD is the LinkedIn of friends, got bro. Got to. And you got to have a LinkedIn. Because are you right? Once you got your crew, you guys are old and stagnant. You got the same traps you're going to, the same watering holes, the same this, the same that. New blood, bro. Got to. New blood. And that's why the rest of y'all got to be on cracking. So the new blood wants to be involved in what's mm-hmm. happening. Kevin Durant was like, yo, I'm leaving a very comfortable situation and a big check that I can get because I want to win. Those guys over there are winners. These guys yeah. I'm kicking them with, not so much. Not so much. We have one winner on this. We, we got one winner. Career. And I don't know if I like him that much. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather be friends than, kinda, than teammates. Yeah, I mean, Westbrook, and this is what this is a key example yeah. of when you got when two people hold the same position yeah. in that squad, yeah. eventually you got to break off. You got you to do your thing. You can't, you can't have too many people sitting in the same seat on the bus. That's it, bro. Hey, this is my seat. Get off my lap. Yeah, you know what I'm exactly. saying? So keep a KD on you. I don't know, the fifth man, Jaja, man. I think I'd rather have a JaVale McGee than a Jaja. Although Jaja's pretty consistent too, right? He's he's the center guy that's like grounded. That's like, I'm here to do my job. I'm here to get some rebounds. I'm here to step on people's feet if I need to. I'm here to throw an elbow every now and again. So you you do you do want you you want that guy. You know what I'm saying? And and he's he's a different level of muscle than Draymond. Like he's like the the like he Jaja looks like he's from I don't know if he's from Serbia or uh, Croatia or but he looks like like what's his name from uh from Rocky uh, Rocky Four oh uh, Ivan shoot. whatever his name is Dragic Dra- yeah Dra- right he's that guy right he's the guy that looks like he will bust your head you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so it's 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 again it's it's a little bit more than Drake because Drake could probably throw hands and Josh I probably can't bust a grape but he looks like he can. And he's in the, he's a force to be reckoned with, right? Mm-hmm. So he he he's the guy that when people are like, "Yo, I need to make a decision." When Kevin Durant needed to make a decision of where he was going, yeah, I can go back home to DC, but I'm playing with those guys. Who wants to be with the Wizards, man? Hey, these guys have four solid dudes that are starting. Jaja, whenever I whenever I don't feel like grabbing rebounds, when I don't feel like being active, when I don't feel like pulling the weight, Jaja's gonna hold us down. Mm-hmm. So you need the guy that's gonna be like, "Yo, he's a he's." I wouldn't say a paid dog. That's what they say like to guys that are like military guys that are just out there enforcing stuff. So he's not that guy. But he's that guy who's gonna do what he's supposed to do every night. Can't expect him to make too many layups. He that he yeah, but he's gonna grab a board. Right. You know what I'm saying? And he's not that interested in the layup. Right, he's not. That's and you need that Dan, you're a genius, bro. You don't need the guy that's out there trying to score. <laughs> just the guy that's like, I just wanna be here. I just wanna be I here. Just wanna be part of the, I just wanna be part of the crew. I just wanna be part of the crew. I just wanna grab my rebounds, right? I just wanna box people out. I just want to be people afraid to come to the paint, right? Mm-hmm. Because man, I got we got enough shooters. Yeah, got enough shooters. So guys, if you're that guy on the squad, play your role. Be that guy that's on the squad. It's just like you know what, I'm here. They have a good time. I have a good time. They getting checks. I'm getting checks. They getting rings. I'm getting rings. We linked in. Everybody's good. And be be okay with that. Don't try to be Steph if you're not Steph. Don't try to be Clay if you're not Clay. Don't be Draymond if you ain't tough. Don't be Kevin if you just ain't gonna be that that LinkedIn guy. Don't pretend that you have connects that you don't connect. Have, yes, right. Yes, just come in and be like, hey, this is what I bring to the table, guys. Jaja didn't come here asking for no hundred million dollars. He didn't go to the war. Hey, man, he probably he might be playing for like veterans minimum. Who knows? Maybe a little bit more because he plays a role. But I think that's important because I think in any crew, every the goal is singular, and yeah. we want to win. Yeah. Define what win is. In bas- obviously in the analogy basketball is win championships mm-hmm. but as it pertains to life it's like you know don't <laughs> if you are the married dude do not surround yourself and crew up with four other single dudes who are all trying to go out every single night mm-hmm. and have a blast you got to let that team go yeah and because winning to them is not winning to you anymore no, or it no. shouldn't be no that's not the win you want <laughs> you're gonna lose as mm-hmm. they win yeah and so i think 
you got to crew up and surround yourself by people who want the same things you do yeah. are, are singular in the goal. Yeah. And Jaja is the guy's going to say, hey, guys, let's go home tonight. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, hey, bro, like, it's, it's, we've had enough. You know what I mean? You're gonna ruin your life if you if if it, we've we've done the parade is over. Go <laughs> I'll home. punch a dude. We'll, we'll ruin the good vibes, <laughs> right, and right. we can all go home now. Right, right, right. It's, it's fun, man. So then, last but not least, you gotta have a Steve Kerr, bro. You gotta have a coach. Most bro. importantly, you gotta have somebody on the squad that's got that sage wisdom. That's like, hey, sit your ass down, Draymond. You're doing too much. Hey, Steph. All right, pull up from half court. It's whatever. Hey, man. Hey, the team. The the coach that was here before me was like, hey, I just want y'all to play defense and not have fun. I'm here. I see what you guys can do. Go forth. Mm-hmm. You want him to be able to assess the needs of the team, assess the skill sets of each player, and then give people the courage, the courage to go forth and prosper. It's a life caddy. It's a life caddy, bro. It's what we are here That's, for. Come on. We are here to make sure that we Steve Kerr your life. Come on. We set that up, by the way. <laughs> that was nice. That was nice. It was. Yeah. It was. Because here's the deal is, you can have all the talent in the world mm-hmm. and you can end up in the wrong places yeah. without without Steve Kerr. Yeah, you can have all the good looks mm-hmm. and definitely end up in all the wrong places without yep. Steve Kerr. Because you just guys were dumb. Yeah, dumbassery. Mm-hmm. That's what we're capable of. Steve Kerr minimizes the dumbassery. And if you don't have somebody out there minimizing the dumbassery, you're setting yourself up for real. You're the guy we talked about before that's running around with a grenade and you already pulled the pin. Oh, I wonder how long this will last. Ah, oh, this is fun. Boom. You're dead. <laughs> Gone. Gone. But find that Steve Kerr. Yeah, got to find it. And you got to find a Steve Kerr that's not afraid to take a technical. Or even For get sure. ejected. Or even get ejected if need be. Because he's going to let the refs know how he feel about what's happening For right sure. Now. And he's going to stick up for the But squad. he needs back problems. <laughs> like he, he needs to have some life under his belt. Some, yes, some humility. He needs to have experienced something to let him know, like, all right, let me simmer down. And I can tell you about this because I've experienced that. And have championships in his, in, in his past. Come on, man. It don't get better than us. I mean, Steve Kerr. You know what I'm saying? We got rings, baby. You know what I'm He's saying? He's in here like, y'all, y'all, y'all can't touch my rings yet. Right, right. And you know I've played with the best, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, I don't know if he got all six, but he's played, he's played, he's got a few. I think he was there for three. Yeah, the last three maybe. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he, he's played with the best. He's coaching the best now. And he's continuing his legacy of winning and getting championships. I mean, what, I mean, what more do you want in a coach, bro? That's it. So if you're a guy out there and you're listening to this show, one... Don't toss salads. Don't get your salad tossed, right? That's fair. Fair. Is that a fair assessment, right? Yes. Second, squad goals. Squad goals is not about the turn up all the time. Squad goals is not about always having fun. Squad goals is not about having all the chicks. Squad goals is about having an equal distribution of guys that will turn your life into something that it needs to be. A win, not an L. You got to have Steph. The dude that's not afraid to shoot a shot that's going to pull up that might be a little reckless, but he's still consistent. You got to have a clay white man in the corner that's just like, yo, I'm here. Give me the ball. Guaranteed I'm draining this three. But you know what? I'm also going to turn up too when it's time to turn up. But I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to be cool-headed on the court, right? But I'm going to drink this beer in this interview (laughs) and act like it's the best thing I've tasted all day. You got to have a Draymond that may or may not be tough, but plays the part well, and people are well aware of what he can do. But you got to have the Draymond that's going to be cool, calm, and collected when necessary. Right? You want the wolf in your... You want the dog to bark. You don't necessarily... He doesn't have to have bite, but it's good to back that up. Because you don't want the guy... There's been Draymonds in my life that always start the drama, and they're nowhere to be found when it pops off, and they got no hands. Yes. You can't fight, and you're always popping off? Why are you the dude that's always popping off? And then you disappear when it goes down. That's not the Draymond you want. No. Nope. You want the guy that's going to muscle down there. That's fake Draymond. That's fake Dray. We don't need to fake Dray. All right? You also need the other guy in the crew that, you know, may bring more attention to you when it's time to choose. Everybody wants to win. Everybody wants to wife up. Everybody wants to, you know what I'm saying? So you need that guy where it's like, hey, you know what? I see you're not the most attractive. It's all right. You're going to be a part of the crew. I'm going to help you get some game from the rest of these guys. But at the same time, I'm in it for myself. And it's nothing wrong with being selfish when it comes to wifing, right? For so, sure. You know, everybody wants one, right? Listen, Draymond, maybe Draymond, but he he might be a one in his in another crew, right? So you got subsets of crews, right? So Draymond, if you're the five in this crew, be the one in another crew. It's that simple, right? Yeah. Or let the five of y'all bring them to you and you can get the five of the top five. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She's a five out of top five. There's a one, two, three, four ahead of her, but she's still the top five. Hey. 
Right. We ain't discriminating. That's it. You still win, right? Then you have Jaja that's gonna be that's gonna hold it down. That's gonna be the enforcer. Oh, I'm sorry, KD. That's gonna be the LinkedIn to bring more crews in, to bring more people in, to expose you, to get you that good job, to get you that letter of reference, to make sure that people know who you are when you're trying to upgrade your your life, mm-hmm. right? And then you got Jaja. That's gonna be consistent. It's time to go home and let y'all know, hey, you're doing dumb stuff. And then you got the coach, bro. And you got Steve Kerr. That's right. AKA Dan and John. <laughs> that's what we're here that's for. That's what we're here for. We ain't got back problems yet. We got a little bit of wisdom. You know what I'm saying? We still working through it. We got got, championships. We got a few. We got a few. Taking some males too. So guys, I mean, listen, if you don't get it, if if you leave this day after hearing this podcast and still have a crummy crew, that's your fault. We've tried our best to help you understand what what a winning team looks like. We try to best help you understand where prison culture needs to stop. <laughs> All right. We try to help you understand bidet face is not what you want. Mm-mm. That doesn't come out of your mustache, bro. Dudes out here with beards out here bidet facing, bro. Can you imagine James Harden bidet facing, bro? No. Uh, ugh. 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 Disgusting. I cooked with garlic like three days ago <laughs> and I still taste it in my beard. Oh, come on, man. You just ruined me. Oh, gosh. There's Did not you a, imagine? There's not a level of clean that exists. I don't give you with bleach. There's no, there's not, there's nothing. No. All right. I digress. So this is Don't Do That, bro. Uh, I'm John Parker. Um, find me on the internet, C. John Roar. I'm Dan Duncan, uh, at Dan Dunk. Um, it's D-U-N-C, not D-U-N-K. So all your hate that you're giving towards Dan Dunk, if you put a K at the end, he'll never read it. So you just waste your time. Make sure it gets Dang, there. Hey, bro, why'd you put it out there like that? <laughs> Let people find me if they really want to find hey, me. Hey, man. No, I make it easy for the people to engage, engage with their favorite uh, host. Just yeah. trying to be that white dude in the corner that drains it, bro. That's it, bro. Drain it, bro. That's all you got to do, Consistently. man. Consistently. Consistently. This is a podcast we want guys to win. Tell a friend. Like us on Facebook. Oh, we don't have Facebook. Like us on. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. Well, 4th District has a Facebook page. So like 4th District. Tell a friend. So SoundCloud days are going to be our numbered. Um, still go there for the time being and listen and play iTunes, just put in explicit. It apparently will pop up. <laughs> ah, and it works. And for those of you that doubted us and thought that 4th and 10 was going to be dipping in the well of inappropriateness more so than don't do that, bro, check yourself. Check yourself. Check yourself.